music. I can't wait for anyone to. I can't. I can't wait for it to show up if it's not there. So being able to provide that service to people and raising the awareness and the value. If I can mm. be consistent enough at a product, when people go looking for it, so. My money-making strategy, if I had to blow my own game, is if I'm continuously focused on practicing and working at my craft and manifesting content just because it's something I must, as a practice, mm-hmm. of, as a service, mm-hmm. people will see the value that my service brings to those that I'm giving my service to. So say I made a jingle for some of the independent business I cared about, and it's the dopest jingle. Two, testing one two what's up y'all it's your boy michael jamel aka mike g jazz saxophonist slash producer and i want to welcome you to another episode of the hot tea and incense podcast <laughs> and i'm joined by my guy zachary hines aka mr fortresses hey <laughs> very inventive on the keyboard very Dope with the improvisation and band leader of Fortresses and also an actor. Oh, y'all yeah. give it up for Zach Hines, y'all. Oh, peace, peace, peace. Yes, sir. Glad to have you on, man. I'm definitely honored to be here, man. I'm, I'm so excited to be able to support you, you know, doing your thing. And I don't know, you know, journalism is capturing history. And so, you know, we're just doing our thing to make sure that everything's chronicled and, you know, people in the future can look and see how we did it during this time period because you never know what the next medium may be facts facts i'm just cutting you up a little bit can you your vocals right but we in we in this time now man and um it's a weird time to be in and creating music i'll yeah, say i can imagine but it's it's a very needed time in creating music mm-hmm. and i know we, we just did a little uh we just did an event. Shout oh. out to the Newsome House. Yeah, most definitely. Um, happy 30th anniversary. Happy 30th anniversary. It was dope. We did some stuff spontaneous, and we kind of got into some dialogue, so we'll just kind of continue that. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, let me... I want to want to forget. We're going to read the tea captions. Oh, okay. I'm going to start off, and I ain't get a sip of mine yet either. But mine says, your potential self is infinite. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm, mine says, uh, <clears throat> the only thing that can limit you is believing that you are limited. Become limitless. <laughs> That's funny. You know. Because it's almost like both of those are on the same wavelength. Yeah. So this one, mine saying, you know, it's just letting you know your potential is infinite. Yeah, and yours is saying, go ahead and become yeah, you know, no limits. That's a message right there for y'all. Believe. Stop holding back. Now's the time. Believe that anything is possible and then make it. Facts. So, on that note, we can kind of jump into the discussion of... So, we kind of got on one discussion about the band dynamic. Yeah. And I've, I've heard this before. And I mean, I know it's a thing. But you would say you would never play with a track. Yeah, man. 
and I won't say I guess I'll never say never. You know, I've done my done things before, but so and I and I sat down and thought about it after I spoke to you about it. You know, you think about stuff like that. I, uh-huh. I speak on that a lot of times. I don't like tracks because I got a theater background. Yeah, and I love the live performance aspect. You know, and I've worked with different troops, and sometimes you know we had the live orchestration, um, but sometimes it's can. Sometimes it's music on recording and stuff like that. But it's one thing about recorded music when you're on stage that that I prefer live to. Live music, all the musicians are present. The conductor is present. Everything, anything goes wrong or right, it's all with the flow. Everyone can move, stuff like that. But when it's in the can, I'm not performing extemporaneously to the audience. I'm hitting it to the track. I'm hitting my turns. I'm hitting it. It's, it's, more, of a, it's more of a performance, like a recital, you know. More than, you know, I'm in character, I'm in the present, I'm in the moment, I'm feeling the energy of the room, every single player is participating in it. The human experience is one that's made to be shared. And from a philosophical and from a performative standpoint, I do my duty as a performer by showing the beauty of unification and how people come together, that I make it a point to do that. So, you know, I like to carry it as much as possible extemporaneously I like to carry as much as possible that my desire to perform with people and my desire to perform as a group you know or just if it's just myself on the piano in solitude on the instrument you know there was a time period you know before we existed and while we were live where you know music was what it was it happened in the moment what came from the musician that a musician was blessed with the sound in them to make that sound so there me, was no recording you know and we're in the time period that I like to teach is you listen to music nowadays live or your average person now when they go to see a live show they're seeking the approximation of what they heard in the recording instead of the other way around it used to be listen to recording to relive that experience of live. But most folks only know a song by its recording. So when they go to a show, they're seeking that live thing. They're, they're seeking the live thing to be just like the recording. But I'm like... Uh, I disagree, though. I think, for me, I don't know if it might be for the general public. Yeah, we musicians, though. Yeah, but for <laughs> me, I'm like, okay, when I heard the recording, I'm like, okay, that was dope. When I go see it live, I want to see, like, the... The recording times ten, yes, sir. like because they're gonna do something with it. I, I know some artists that are just they go and they do the track exactly how the track was done. That's not that big of a deal in the show to me. Like we already heard the track. If mm-hmm. I want to hear that, I go listen to the track. Yeah, and I think that I do that perspective a service by performing live. You know, and I think also I had that perspective as well because I make tracks. But they're there for that. You know, they're there for that. And I can perform with them. But I guess for me, it's like, I want to be enjoying myself. I want to have fun. When I'm doing what I'm doing, I got to like it. The second it feels like a chore or just a job, I could just go get a job. You know? I was No, like, I feel know. that. I'm, and it's, it's different for me because I, I do solo gigs a lot. And it's like, if I do the production... And I play to my own production. That's still fire, though. It's still like all of the elements in there are still coming out through me. You see what I'm saying? That's why I'm a fan, though. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. But And on that note, we can transition to another part of that, though. So, like, as musicians, you saying if you, you know, you want us a chore, you'll just get a job. But 
as full-time musicians, this is our job, right? right? So this is how we eat. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been in groups where it's like seven musicians and versus me playing by myself. It's a drastic pay difference there. Right. Now, if you're trying to eat, me, I'm like, I'm not shunning the gigs that involve a band because I do go out and play with my band as well. Right. But it's like, if they just asking for solo sax in the track, and I'm and I gotta eat. Oh yeah, believe I can. I can. I'm I'm the person for you. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So on that note, we also had got into some some about the business side, mm-hmm. and you said that you like to kind of give away your art in a way mm-hmm. to people, and. I could, I could, I guess I could laugh. Not just on. giving it away, but like, oh yeah, I could you had a method of a let method me bless of. people with this, and then in return they're going to be my true supporters. Mm-hmm. So kind of elaborate on that idea, because um, I, I heard it again after that from Young Jeezy. He said he just gave away his mixtape, but me, I never like that. Never was a idea that I was like, oh yeah, I want to do that. But well, I could, I could expound upon it because. It is a tenet in hip hop and gangster rap that that's how music has to come. It's where it originated from. But I wanted to speak to the solo show. I love a solo show on the grand piano. Mm. You understand me? I'm not gonna sit on no daggone keyboard and rink a dink for you mm-hmm. if I didn't have to. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, I made plenty of bread doing solo gigs, playing piano for people incoming, entrance, stuff like that, but like that. But even in those moments, playing a rolling, I don't like the tracks. You wouldn't put a beat to your, to your stuff. No. Gotcha. But see, so you play, and I told you play keys. But piano, so it's a little different. So, like, it's a, I've had to outline every single chord on the sax for them to feel that. Same right. way, you got all those chords. But, you know but here's I mean, the thing so. I love, though, about your music. I don't mean to degree your question, but you take the time out when you're producing your tracks to make that possible for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I really appreciate the work you're putting in, because some people just go on the internet and download some download stuff. Mm-hmm. You're a scholar of jazz that you study your changes and put down your own rendition to play with. 100% mm, of your work to the, to the point where when someone's paying that good money for your solo shows they're paying for the production the overhead and everything you did for it to the point where you could hire another musician to Do play on yeah. your tracks facts so it's like that's a level of that's a level of expertise that you know needs to be vocalized people should know that's how much work you're putting into what you do. That's why even at the show, I was like, hey, yo, y- y'all need to recognize. But Appreciate to answer the giveaway, the art, to answer the art thing about music as art, you have to teach, my philosophy comes from, you have to teach the audience how to support you. I want them to know that my sound exists. Music is something that we need as, a human, as humans. You know, it's our language. It's our natural language. Music is something that people seek. It's organic. I believe that it's a service that must be provided. Now, I can't wait, and with it to being blessed with the gift of music, I can't wait for anyone to, I can't, I can't wait for it to show up if it's not there. So being able to provide that service to people and raising the awareness and the value. If I can mm-hmm. be consistent enough at a product, when people go looking for it, so my money-making strategy, if I had to blow my own game, is if I'm continuously focused on practicing and working at my craft and manifesting content just because it's something I must, as a practice, Mm-hmm. Of, as a service mm-hmm. people will see the value that my service brings to those that I'm giving my service to so say I made a jingle for some independent business I cared about 
and it was the dopest jingle. Mm-hmm. People were like, I want a jingle like that. Talk to Zach. It's business one on one. Creating a product that's so good that people want it. But if I'm continuously practicing of what I care about and what I believe is important, and people see that value and they're seeing the journalism, they're seeing the whatever, the, the byproduct of the work, they're gonna people are selfish internally, especially these days. The world's selfish part of me. I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't mean to curse. This, I didn't mean to curse this podcast. We'll edit that out in the uh, thank in, you at the post because <laughs> I want to come in clean too. But this is a real. This is a major. This is a major. Uh, passion. Okay. It's a very major important thing. And people are so selfish these days that when they see this product, instead of, they want it for themselves. And that's business. It's capitalism. We're America. They want it for themselves. They're like, ooh, I don't just want that. I want that for me. So they're coming. They're tapping in. Ooh, I love the way y'all did that show. Can we mm-hmm. have that at our birthday party? Can we have that at our wedding? Can we have that? Well, time is money, right? And if I'm spending all my time focused on the whole of my craft, you're having to get my busy time to go do what I do for you. There was no way in my existence of my space of existence that I would know that I would be doing something for you unless you came to me. So that means my time is already filled with, with work. So, so I hear what you're saying. They got to pay for that time. And raising awareness. It's like mm-hmm. raising awareness and that helps create a demand, right? Mm-hmm. But me, so my, my viewpoint on it is as far as the product, mm-hmm. I feel like when you have a product that's worth value, mm-hmm. if you give it away, it, it demeans the value in a way or it lessens the value. Um... Because so now music is free, right? Everybody, it's mostly free. People stream, yeah, pay, you know, whatever money. Access, you can get yeah. it on YouTube. But I still sell my CDs. Same. CDs fifteen dollars, right? Well, mine ten. So and yeah, it's that. like I wouldn't. I would now. Somebody did ask. It was like you should. Why don't you just give it away? I'm like, it's fifteen dollars. Well, like, that's the value of it. And a lot of times, if I do give it away. The person is less inclined to listen because I gave it away. Well, if they wanted to hear it. Even if they wanted to hear it, right? Damn. Because of how much the the marketplace is so overcrowded, right? If you don't put a value on your stuff, it's looked upon as very frivolous. Hmm. Because it's attention span. Boom, 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 right? Now, Jeezy already had money when he was, you see what I'm saying, giving away his music. Hmm. So... He pretty much was just let me let me flood the marketplace right now with awareness. Mm. But when you when you a businessman and this is your method of business, mm. you don't see Apple out here just giving away computers. You see what I'm saying? Well, they so do. They, what they what they do that at? I'm gonna tie you in now. What they do that at? Affiliates. So check me out. Know your audience. My know who my audience is. Okay. They will buy. When I make a content, it gets bought. By my audience, that I know who they are. But see, you still you still selling at that point. Well, it's always going to be sold. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying. Right, but that's just business. That's part of being a business exactly, person. Exactly, business. But, but I know that I'm not worried about my stuff selling because I'm consistent, and my audience is counting on that work being done. It's like I'm in a big business building that's big as a city, and all the people just exist and they all do their own thing. I better have that music made. It's an unspoken kind of relationship that I have with my audience that I do my duty to its highest ability that even the city governments can count on it. Hmm. Respect. Consistency. So you always had them pretty much, that audience, or you had to build it through that method you're saying? 
Um, well, I've been doing what I've been doing my entire life, like you as well. Mm-hmm. You know who loves your stuff, right? To an extent, right. yeah. I make sure they get it. I make sure the people that want to hear my music get my music, and they make sure they support. And I'm grateful. And in that, I make sure to continuously create what I create. Facts, but as long as as long as you monetizing, because you got to think, we came from a, musicians came from a lineage of of that, of of people. Like if you think about classical days, mm-hmm. they would hire a person. They would just be at the beck and call of the person that they're hired for. So, that, but it would be more like okay. Was it Beethoven? One of those composers, they were just in house. I think it was Mozart, actually. Actually. And. They made the kids do it. Them kids were geniuses. They had them in the churches playing. But what happened was, when they wanted to go play, they would use that power because they weren't the owners. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't a business. But when you when you bring that business aspect into it, like, like Nipsey, you see what I'm saying? And. But that also goes into building that tribe. Because he had the people that was going to pay the hundred right. Right. dollars for that right. CD, right? That's right. right. They exist. He's a, and he had to be the owner in that regard. That's right. Versus being like that artist under the label. So, and so I think for me it's just working hard and sticking with it, and just sticking with it, and knowing your audience. Like when I'm talking in this, and this video comes out, the people who watch this video know who I'm talking to. And they know that I got an album coming out this year called Pearl City. And they know it's going to be done for the years. Come on. Come on. You see what I mean? And that's that. And I'm going to make sure to follow through. I'm applying my due diligence just like I don't need no, I don't need no suit to tell me how to run my business. I'm going to run my business like a suit. But there's information out there, though. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So at this point, we all are, we all are entrepreneurs. The internet has empowered everybody to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to come in the game any less than. If you get the knowledge and you apply it, if somebody out there charging this much for this value of a show, if I can do that same value, then I'm going to charge the same amount, regardless if you know me or not yet. Well, you see what I'm saying? I guess, I guess I believe that my big firm belief is just because I'm not getting paid doesn't mean I shouldn't be playing my instrument. I should play on my instrument whether I'm getting paid or not or I'm not a musician. That's my truest philosophy. If I'm not, I should be playing anyway. I should be playing no well, matter what, what. What's your point with that, though? How does that tie in? Like, it's part of the practice of being a musician. No, I get that. I'm saying as far as, so you're saying that to say I, you don't mind playing for free? No, I don't Because you'll playing. be playing anyway? I'm playing anyway. So I'm going to make sure to curate my experiences. No one to say no. Saying no is big on, you know, saying no is big. I don't want to do that. I like that power of saying no. Money, I don't care what you pay me. I don't want to do that show. I don't support that. I don't support that cause. As an actor, that's really important. I wrote a show about X, Y, and Z. I don't like that. I don't, put, I don't endorse that. I don't stand behind that. I like that restaurant. I'm going to play there. I'm going to come there with all my pamphlets and videos and show them how I can build them because I'm interested in them. And if they, and here's the logic to it, if they make money, we making money. Or else... But that's the issue for, you know, because you're talking to an individual just like yourself through his experiences as a musician is making money and a living. But it's, it's not just about making making money and a living. It's about maximum growth potential. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because you got to think, it's a, it is a business game in here. It's an arena. And 
you want to put yourself in the best position. So that that's that's how I look at it. Um, but I, I know you talked about that the acting too, so I don't want to forget that we rolling right along. Um, so I know we we worked together actually on a short film, The Black Magic. Um, you played Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sir. How did you get into the acting career, and what is what is that in your um? How does that fit into your music? Um. Well, I studied at Hampton University. Um, so shout out to HBCUs. Um, and I studied mathematics and theater. I was a theater major at Hampton, and um, because I had a I had an ability for performance um, when I was in high school. I did theater, I did church play, stuff like that. And I got into professionally acting while I was in college, while I was studying theater as well. Um, theater being since the beginning of time, the method of which we use as human beings to create um, techniques for living, teaching people how to live through mimesis, things like that, understanding um, where psychology came from, theater and the stories of um, our creation as human beings were shown in the theater in all of our cultures. Knowing the importance of our culture to our identity as human beings is, is most paramount. So even in this time period, using that using that storytelling ability to manifest realities consistently, and also you know studying knowing how to produce a show and you know the business side of it, if you will. But the most important part is the the cultural part of it. Knowing that, like I told you, music needs to be made, and so you got a lot of folks. Like I said, at the beginning of the conversation when and when I was in theater, I wanted live music. So I made a point to focus on building up my music and music production skills live and was recording. So that way, when it came to film and theater, there there's access to live music. You know, um, I can't wait for the subsidy of governments or the subsidy or investment of outside businesses for the de- for to meet the demand or create the demand for this product. We as a people, we as a black people, require a level of sophistication that we should have naturally. It should be within our natural cultural dynamic to be aware of these things. And I won't wait for someone to have the money for us because that's what's making our ghettos ghetto. Something has to be done on a major reform level that we believe that our people deserve to be sophisticated in all the things that we can and knew based on all of our accomplishments to this point. And if it's a life sacrifice that one must make to make those changes, I promise you that it's worth it. And so all of these things come from a sacrifice to make sure we have a cultural identity we can be aware of and it's thoroughly and fully tangible through experience. Respect. My guy, Zach. My man. Appreciate you. Let them know what you got on the docket, man. I know you got some stuff coming up. Let them know where to find you at. So I got a few film projects on the way. Um, Scoring a documentary called Fast Dreams. Um, I'm also directing a film project called Guardian Ninja um, with Particular Inc. A couple other projects as well. I'm completing my 15th album, Pearl City. It'll be released before the end of the year, so get ready for that. I'm very excited with all the talent that's going to be on that project. And also just taking this time to be at peace and doing the best to maintain health and keep a safe environment for the individuals that are around me. Um, I'm just happy to be alive and I'm grateful for every opportunity that I'm able to have in this time period. Big facts. Staying alive. Yeah, man. It got me the glory, man. It's a tough one. Hope let that Bee Gees record hit different. (laughs) No time to talk. Hey. Thanks. Yeah, y'all check out his music, man. Um, any any tracks with Q5 on there? Um, 
last year's album, we definitely had a track. Work. Um, but yeah, you can definitely find all about me at www.fortresses.org. Fortresses.org. Um, you can follow me at Zhines2, that's Z-H-I-N-E-S-2, and also at Fortresses Live on all, uh, all multimedia platforms. Um, yeah, recently this year, I released um, an international EP called The Vibe EP. You can find it on streaming platforms if you type in The Vibe, Welcome to The Vibe. Um, it's also available on my Bandcamp site, uh, but you can find a link to that on my website, www.forgesses.org. Um, it's definitely been a pleasure, you know, and I'm looking forward to many dope collaborations with you, my brother. You know, we got to really change the tone out here, you know. Facts. Hey, y'all have it, man. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening, and remember, sip slow.